Long past the hour for quitting labour, amid the smoke-filled haze of the south gate, the after-lodge crew continues to linger in the rubbish of the temple, under the watchful eyes of right-worshipful Grand Censor Bob. Not recognised nor endorsed by any grand or subordinate lodge of regular masons, irregular masons, co-masons, Canadian masons, or internet wannabe masons, they banter on as always. Puffing cigars, drinking stale coffee, making terrible jokes, studying agency law, spreading the intemperance and excesses of digital masonry, and generally disappointing all seven of their podcast subscribers. Do yourself a favour and stop listening now. Only trolls and masochists dare to eavesdrop upon this after-lodge banter. Message. Hands up, let's do this. I'm going to be half an hour late. Jenkins. Also, you supplied three of the four topics we're talking about. Y'all, y'all are Forget about them already. I have to cut all this out. Welcome to the. What no, leave it in. The after lodge podcast. Everyone needs to hear me yelling at Nick. All right, I'll stop. Um, <laughs> this is after lodge Harlan. Feeling incredibly awkward right now, like uh, the worshipful master just hit the senior warden at the dinner table, and uh, I just don't understand what the problem was. Nobody knows what to do. I just explained to you word for word what the problem was. I can also, do it again. You want me to do it again? You know, this happens when there's past masters. As soon as someone gets passed under title, <laughs> all the problems start. <laughs> uh, you mean the solutions? Uh, worshipful oh. producer Bruce. Is, oh. Is a milk carrier. Good evening. And if you've ever met any milk carriers, they are an exceedingly cantankerous bunch. The word disgruntled, <laughs> although it has many uses, like it's almost exclusively tied to this profession. I don't know why. I can't oh, wait I for Amazon to start delivering milk. I watch Men in Black. I know exactly why. Uh, Nick, they already deliver the milk anyone cares about. <laughs> wait, what? What? At least you're honest about it. Nick said he can't wait for Amazon to deliver no, the we, milk. Everybody heard that part. No one knows what milk you're talking about. What milk do they deliver, Nick? You got to get like that specialty like ostrich milk to get it off Amazon. I don't know. I've never, am, I've never tried to see what kind of milk I, Amazon I could. You know what I'm trying I've to say. I've tried to see what kind of Amazon. Yes. What? Anyway. You know what we should do? We should read the minutes from the last podcast in case, <laughs> okay. in, ca- in case nobody ever watched the last episode. That's a good as idea. If they're like, crap, I missed an episode. What did they talk about? That is a good idea. We actually talked about a lot today that was actually informative, and now we are going to use this podcast as an opportunity to make it all non-informative. Yes. Yes. Talk about right. important stuff on here. Uh, I suppose that we need Tony to talk about joining us. Oh, yeah. Which is us. sad because uh, we sold out of that uh, After Lodge branded CBD oil uh, like 30 seconds after I uploaded the show last week. It was crazy. It was gone. Uh, it was. It was. And it all went to one address in central Tennessee. Yeah, that was strange. So, thanks. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, we will get some more as soon as the gas station. I mean, my supplier uh, gets <laughs> more in, and we will we will continue to sell the After Lodge cannabinoid oil. Oh, so it's going to think you're serious. 
Yeah, it's probably going to be one of our purple people eaters, and I'm going to be getting that phone call. I've been trying to get a Patreon for us. People want to give us money, and you won't let us. And here no. you're selling weed oil. Okay, well, Nick, obviously they don't want to give us money bad enough. If they did, they would find us and hand us the money. Or they would buy our special oils. Or they'll just keep sending Dogecoin. Yeah, that too. Anyway, uh, Harlan, do you want to finish doing the introductions? Well, <laughs> so there's Worshipless Producer Bruce and Nick yes. and also okay. Jeff. Okay. Awesome. Hello. Done. Everybody else <laughs> has abandoned us this evening. Uh, the Worshipful Master has gone yep. to the lodge to investigate a report of some black sludge sewage, sewage leaking in an area where there are no sewer lines. So that one's kind of bizarre. Um, Maybe it's oil. You need to respect be, uh, all like past oil just started spraying out of our ground. Maybe. Wouldn't that be it? Talk about the clampets. That's what, <laughs> that's what Joey's secret meeting is about Saturday. He's we got an oil. oil. Our financial problems are solved. He's, he, he's got a Derek on the way to start siphoning the oil. It's good stuff. We also have uh, uh, John is what, what is what is John doing? Buying a motorcycle. Seriously? Isn't like who does that for a midlife crisis? Who does that at eight forty on a weekday night? Uh, I I do that. I bought I my motorcycle that. at. And how did that turn out, Harlan? It was eight o'clock. It turned out oh, fantastic. Look at your wife. It was fantastic. I love that bike. And what happened? I got married. Mm. Which I guess, to John's point, he's not married, right? So there we not go. Not anymore. So now he's getting a bike. I like it. Yeah. Well, uh, I guess we'll see him at the uh, next widow's son convention. <laughs> <laughs> I get it. It's a motorcycle group. Yes. Yep. Um, show note for that is uh, John goes from York right to Widow Sons. <laughs> that's a pivot. That's that's what we call uh, that. What else is big in the After Lodge crew news? Oh, uh, obviously, uh, that was a thing. The biggest news of today: <laughs> Ugly is... has determined that the penis makes the man. Oh yes, they have. In fact, I need to. That is breaking news. No. Oh, can we say I this? I thought for they episode? determined that. If you want to come in, you have to have one. If you've already come in, then it doesn't really matter. Yes. Let me get the official guidance up. Oh, there's been so many messages. There's so many. Uh, so many messages. Where did this go? Why are you guys so chatty? What? Here, oh, here we go. I got too it. long. Okay. I got it. I have it got right it. Here. Nope. Okay. And now it's loading too slow because Nick has to be all high def on the camera. Okay. Uh, this is from Ugly. While there have been no general requests for guidance on gender reassignment, Ugly believes this to be an opportune time to issue guidance to its members. Policy outlines that a candidate for admission to Freemasonry under the jurisdiction of Ugly must be a man. Should a person who has undergone gender reassignment and has become a man apply to become a Freemason, then his application must be processed in the same way as for any other male candidate. A Freemason who, after initiation, ceases to be a man does not cease to be a Freemason. 
So there you have it. Yeah. This is but how I love I, I love the very opening sentence. Ugly's like, nobody asked us about this, but here's our ruling on it. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, Basically. Nick. What's what Grand Lodges do? Oh, actually they used the a bit.ly so we could bypass and see. Oh, 2,645 clicks today. Well, it's an important subject. Yes. Um, more importantly is how easy it is. So now there's going to be like doctors who will just charge an extra dues fee to, I don't know, sew on a temporary piece and then remove it after initiation. My favorite is that Huffington Post almost immediately wrote that article that I sent y'all that was like, Freemasonry is now admitting women. Yes. Yeah. And then like in the text, it's like, as long as you become a man. Now we're now we're missing out on revenue. Like we could sell the temporary appendages <laughs> like with the petition. <laughs> and then That's a good point. We could just sew them onto the back of the apron. Yes. Yes. <laughs> They won't even have to have a surgery. Just put the apron on. All right, let's 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 dive into this more. Click on uh, uh, read Ugly's gender reassignment policy. All right, so the important part here is a Freemason who's who after initiation ceases to be a man does not cease to be a Freemason. Of course, this is of course brought up. If you're kicked out of the craft, aren't you still a Freemason? Technically, yes. Um, you don't ever not be a Freemason, if that makes sense. So, I, think, uh, I don't think the point there is that you stop being a Freemason. I think their point is they're not going to kick you out of the craft. Jeff could, could yes. And, and well, they didn't no, say I, that. I think, I think Nick was, or Nick, you're providing a different example, right? Right. They're or saying, no. yeah, they're saying like, if you become a woman after you're initiated, you're still a Freemason. Now that's a very specific you still hold a title that technically nobody can take away from you. So, Jeff, since you're the other... Actually, you have our, our Lodge's entire bylaws committee here with you, Nick. But uh, <laughs> in our jurisdiction, uh, I do understand the definition of Freemason here in our good jurisdiction is a, a Mason who a man who has been initiated as an entered apprentice and holds membership in some recognized lodge. It's a two part test of who is a Freemason. Well, okay, but they're not going to remove membership afterwards. And that's, that's the thing. So does this work in reverse? If you have a man who then gender reassigns to be a woman, that's what they're talking about. A Freemason who becomes yeah. a woman. Oh, sorry. That's the next line. A Freemason who becomes a woman is not required to resign from the craft. Again, very specific detail, Mr. Lawyer over there. They're not yes. saying. So then uh, if a person resigns, they might no longer be eligible for some of the benefits. Yeah, obviously. Now, this is interesting. Number six, it says exclusion from a lodge. A lodge may vote to exclude any member for any sufficient cause. This includes the fact that the member has legally become a woman, a mistaken belief that a member has become a woman, a fact that a member is in the process of becoming a woman, or a mistaken belief that a member is in the process of transitioning from male to female. Similarly, a lodge must not attempt to persuade a member to resign or discriminate them. 
but they can still vote him out so, regardless. I believe seems like discrimination to me. If I had to speculate, um, this announcement is even prefaced with the in line with the Gender Recognition Act of 2004 and the Equality Act of 2010. The United Grand Lodge of England is pleased to publish its gender reassignment policy. This feels like a a legal maneuver to avoid some liability in the future. Guaranteed. I feel like some some people in the House of Commons, some uh, some MPs who were excluded from the real masonry, have been writing some letters and making some phone calls and. This didn't just come out of nowhere. It's not like the provincial grandmaster was just out playing cricket one day and said, you know, it'd be a good idea. We should write a thing about this. I mean, that could have happened because let's face it, Brits are kind of weird, but I really don't think that's how it went down. Oh, what's today? Today's Tuesday? Wednesday. Damn it. We got to wait a whole week. Today, um, today is Wednesday. Today yeah. was the... Okay. No, what is it? Oh, it's my favorite thing to watch. What's the name of it? When they go on the the thing Wednesday morning. Netflix? Nope. The explain thing? Oh, that comes out on Wednesdays. You're messing up watching that. Steve Gibson Security Now podcast? No. <laughs> the After Lodge podcast. <laughs> Wednesday. That, that never comes out on Wednesdays. Don't be The silly. live feed. My minister's questions. Thank you. No, I wouldn't know. I'm not really. You don't. You would love Prime Minister's questions. You don't watch that. No. Nope. No. Why do I care about the British government beyond the fact that it's not my government anymore? <laughs> right. No. George Washington birthed my country from his very loins, so that I would not have to care what the Prime Minister has to say. For everybody who's not Nick, there's a net Netflix show called Explained or something like that, and then every Wednesday they come out with a short, like, 15-minute episode where they explain some random thing. It's pretty cool. Check it out. And I only care about Ugly because whenever they issue a policy like this, sometime 80 to 100 years later, it becomes the norm in my jurisdiction, and I'm not okay with that. Hey, Lodge Actually, I, I really don't care. Long dead by then. So they said exclude. A lodge may vote may vote to exclude any member. Yes. I don't know what that means. So uh, in our jurisdiction, Bruce, we don't vote on it. The master just says get out. Um, but in other jurisdictions, I, I presume in ugly, uh, the craft has to vote to ask someone to leave the lodge. Okay, but they're um, are they still a member or no? Yeah, no. I, I think that just means like the meeting, like you're excluded yeah. from the meeting. Down oh, here, the worship master has a, back, a thing where he says, "Is yeah, if anybody is causing trouble, they could get out." Yeah. So in our where we are, the master just says, "Get out." There's there's no vote. Hmm. Uh, which is going to be really funny when my brother does that to the most worshipful grandmaster one day, just for giggles. <laughs> well, I would like. like to I just wanted to see if you do it. That the two people in the world that this applies to, meaning those who are Freemasons and then have a sex change operation, their lodge would be at, at a minimum compassionate enough to not just flat out kick them out on that basis. Bruce, do you but, ever go to lodge, bro? You even lodge? I don't mean, I don't mean around here. Or Tennessee, <laughs> or Georgia. Or 
<laughs> but I would like to think that if that happened, like there'd be some lodge somewhere around there where they'd be able to get back in. Like, I, I don't, how, how prohibitive do you think that situation would be to joining another lodge? Yeah. I don't know. Uh, the Brits are a little ahead of us in the, uh, in the social issues arena. So I think they just care less. It would probably just be fine. I think. What about you know, this there's other so guy? much opportunity for penis jokes here about how uh, I'm just not, I'm not even going to do it. it. It's so cheesy. I can't even bring myself to go there. Yeah. All don't right. be a dick. <laughs> uh, something, something wanker. <laughs> Did you guys read about the former Tennessee Grand Commander's comments on masonry? Tell yes, us about we it. We talked Nick. about that. Shh, tell us about it, Nick. We talked about it on the show. No, damn it, on. Nick. <laughs> Last show. Go on. This show. Go, no, go go on. Shit, where's my gavel? Hold on. <laughs> what are you gaveling? We have not talked about it on this Jeff. show. Nick, please. All right. It's hard to tell when you're yelling or no, when I was you're... kidding. Why do you have a gavel? <laughs> Why do you have a gavel? Great. Now everybody's standing. <laughs> people in their car causing accidents because they heard three distinct knocks. <laughs> and now they're standing. Get on with your story before I'm forced to ask you to leave the meeting. You know, those aren't, those aren't made with a... Gavel, Nick. I don't know. I don't know where you're from, but <laughs> just saying. Anyway, mm-hmm. uh, if a, t- a top Freemason speaks out against a craft, an interview <laughs> with former eminent Grand Commander Glenn Beck. That's uh, uh-huh. that's sad. That his name's Glenn Beck. I feel really bad for him. <laughs> Basically. He joined, and then he's like, he did everything. I petitioned chapter council and commandery. I progressed through the nine degrees of York, right? I was high priest and illustrious master. I was commander of the commandery. I was awarded KYCH and KYGCH and order of the purple cross. I was Rosicrucian. I was an order, a member of St. Thomas of Acorn, Knight Masons, AMD, Red Cross of Constantine and the Holy Royal Order of Knights Templar Priests. And he was Grand Commander of Knights Templar in Tennessee in 2010. And he, and he left, found Jesus. He basically left Masonry because he found, he, he says it goes against his Christian religion. Well, I mean, Bill Schnobeline left and he has twice as many titles as that guy. So why don't they just. <laughs> Plus, he's a vampire. Right. And a wizard or a werewolf or maybe both. He says, listen to this. He goes, they ask, why did you specifically feel led to repent of when you, why, what? I was led to repent of all the obligations I had taken. It is unbiblical. It is hypocritical, hypocritical. How do you officially repent? Do you just like walk out into the night sky and yell into the rain? Like fall on your knees and raise your fists above your head and yell to the skies. I repent my obligations. Just like how that's not how you declare bankruptcy too. Yes, I declare bankruptcy. Yell it out exactly like that. Yes, it definitely doesn't have to be adjudicated by someone beside yourself. No, Harlan, you just declare it. Quit being silly. 
And he goes. What really gets me is the um, what led him. I think it's under the what led him to quit Lodge, and he was serving on a church committee to draft policies relating to LGBTQ activity, and they were created to provide legal protection and to ensure that homosexuals would not be allowed to use our church for same-sex marriage or other functions, oh. while men who were married. To other masons continue the relationship in the lodge and that's that's apparently one of the reasons he quit is because they were gay masons and honestly i think we're better off for it probably hell yeah my dear eminent past grand commander as sorry as we all are to see you go bye, bye. <laughs> nice mason uh, he's like masonry is darkness he's like Darkness. He's like darkness. Nick, did you not come here seeking darkness? No. <laughs> no. It says, I did. Does Masonic service conflict or take away from one service and commitment to his church? Yes, we can't have two masters. If you are heavily involved in masonry, dude, you're like now. See, of- here's the thing: when people, specifically Harlan, start arguing for Freemasonry as a religion, I side with that argument entirely. Wait, what? What? I've never argued that, Bruce. Harlan, you uttered those words. I've got the gavel. (laughs) You have no power here, sir. Et tu, Brutus? All right, anyway. Let's let's just move on before we broach that dark Yes, before we all find ourselves out on our ass. Thank you, Bruce. (laughs) So... We don't talk about such things after Lodge Most Worshipful, in case you're listening. That was a joke, oh. Nick. Oh, okay. It's all a joke. I've never said those words. <laughs> Listen Man. to this disclaimer at the beginning of the show, please. Yes. This guy's oh. a joke. Anyway. We oh, yeah. If you read some of the answers, earlier, that's obvious. Uh, that Bill Schnobeline told all of us this like before it was cool to tell us this. And... Yeah, so Bruce, you were advised that Christians can't be Masons. I was you several, several time times now. Yes. For, for you, more I consulted before I joined. Is is who can and can't be Masons? Apparently, that's a very narrow definition. But but who can and can't be Christians? Like that door's just done, been flung off the hinges. Anyone? We got Bill Schnobeline up in there, who's who's he's he's a vampire and a werewolf and a, and a rabbi. Satanist. He's a rabbi now. Yeah, like I'm pretty <laughs> sure I didn't think rabbis could be Christians, but uh, who knew? And maybe, then maybe like Ugly's new ruling, he had his Christianity cut off and became a rabbi. <laughs> oh no, no his his last video I watched, he's like wearing the kippa with the beard and the and the the just the whole the whole thing. With but the, did you see his Christianity his clothes and the and he's he's schlepping around talking about talking about Mashiach. Like he knows what he's saying, and then he's going on about this Yeshua guy, and it's the same book. And it's the same how much do you actually watch Bill Schnobeling? Every single video, <sighs> I've seen good. every one at least twice. <laughs> um, <laughs> yes, and so he he's doing his little dance, and he's doing his like you know Jesus will deliver you from masonry thing in his whole like rabbi costume. So I'm pretty sure like that guy could be a Christian. And then I found out like, cause the new Pope is a lapsed Catholic. 
So apparently like minorities and homosexuals can be Christians too. Like they really need to guard the West gate. Hey, the rule is what he says it is. How dare you, sir? They need to guard the West gate. They have the West gate. far too open. The Christians are far too tolerant for masonry. And that is why Christianity and masonry aren't compatible. Bruce, they are far too open and accepting. We will have none of it. Yeah, I honestly never thought I'd see the day where a, a, a pope was was more open than Freemasonry, but it, it happened a lot quicker than I thought it did, or that it would. Mm-hmm. Well, that's because the pope's a lapsed Catholic, Bruce. Yeah. Oh, guy, even I love time. the pope. He Holy is Catholicism, Father. sir. I know. I, 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 I just in case everybody couldn't tell, I really have no opinion whatsoever on the church or its politics. That was a joke, like the thing I said about Harlan's religion. No, it's it's all just. <laughs> I found the answer, stick, man. Um, you found what? The part about minorities and homosexuals. Like, if you didn't get that was a joke, it's because you live in the Northeast. <laughs> I found the answer that I wanted to find from you. It's from the book "The Influence of Neoplatonic Thought on Freemasonry" by Most Worshipful Fabio Venzi. This book on Amazon is two hundred and fifty dollars. Yes, I know some of those words. He says, is Freemasonry a religion? Officially, this is denied, unequivocally. But is it related to the spiritual, to the sacred? Professor Venzi, in his second essay, just as unequivocally states that it is. He explains, Freemasonry does not create a new religion, but creates an opportunity to experience transcendence, even for those who no longer find it in the traditional creeds. Right? Okay, so first of all, I guess I, I don't think that's an authoritative that Masonic text, Nick. You don't speak for me. Yeah, did, didn't you hear? It's two hundred and fifty dollars, Harlan. That that makes it authoritative. Second of all, why is it that much? Third of all, how did you find that so quick? Because it's the book he got from the like phony Mason in Italy, the one with the the brass knuckles uh, in the bottom yeah. of the. Line. I just feel like this is, and this is my favorite sentence of all Masonic anything's I've ever read, except for my thing about the chaplain that I'll go to in a second. But it's this line where he goes, I just, I just wish Masonry was like this. And he goes, That day in 1925, Freemasonry was as good as banned in Italy, and the Grand Master of the Grand Orient, which is the one we recognize. Domenzo Torigani ordered all lodges to cease working and in due course for all Masonic regalia and symbolic furnishings to be publicly and ritually burned. The fascists understood at least the power of ritual and symbolism. So you wish that masonry was like that today? Yeah, like we had balls, like we stand up for stuff. Like, we like for, burn our shit and surrender to tyrannical... Oh, like, like some guy who wants to collect a bunch of money to save Freemasonry? Like that? I don't, I don't want to bring that guy up. I feel... Don't. Let, let him do like his we, thing. Like, I kind of don't, because it's already so late into the show. Like, I honestly feel like that guy deserves an entire episode, but at the same time that we shouldn't even talk about him, so I'm, I'm very on the fence about this. <laughs> yeah. But my second favorite thing... About free my fun fact of Freemasonry trivia is when you guys gavel, does the chaplain stand? Yes. He better. 
or he'll get a gavel to the kneecaps. Well, the chaplain doesn't stand in Massachusetts. Ask me why. Because you're doing it wrong. Massachusetts is, is lapsed masonry? Well, sorry, he doesn't stand at three gavels, I should say. At three? He doesn't stand at three gavels. Uh, okay. Because he doesn't answer to the worshipful master, he answers to God. Oh, God. That is the most ridiculous thing. Whatever, Massachusetts, we're putting you on the list with Ohio, Tennessee, and Georgia. And all week. That's neither here is That is preposterous. That, That cannot be true. That is true. What do you mean? That's that's. I, I, <sighs> do we not all answer to God? Yeah, Why that's a good starting point. The chaplain had his favor more than the rest of us. The what is wrong with your God that he favors the chaplain more? I was going to say because he's in a wheelchair, but no. Well, that's only some chaplains. Your chaplain's in a wheelchair. Tony should be our current chaplain. No, no our, our fill-in chaplain is. The guy we call Wheels quite a bit. Oh, uh, yeah. Favored member of our lodge. Mm-hmm. The guy. Yeah. He's got like a special spot where we moved all the chairs so he could like back his wheelchair in and be seated among the craft. Anyway. What's it? What's it hey, have you guys ever, have you ever got, have you guys ever read about Hendrik D. Moon from the massification and the decline of culture? where he demonstrated how the elimination of spatial and temporal distances has contributed to the loss of the historically na- nature, natural and biologically conditioned measures and perspectives, leading man into the full-blown disorientation. You know, it sounds famililiar. <laughs> um, it's probably been a couple years. years. <laughs> Tony, I am so glad you're here. Why don't you refresh my memory, Nick? No? Uh... You really got to read the book. I don't want to spoil it for you. Tony's here. Tony, Tony say something. You need to hey, unmute everybody. your microphone because you need to hear this nonsense. I don't have any. I don't have a microphone, so I'm pushing the mute button on and off, so you don't have to hear my air conditioner in the background. Okay. Well, Tony, I need you to hear this nonsense. Tony, uh, you should have been here like two minutes ago. Nick, I need you to repeat that nonsense that you just mm-hmm. said to us for Which Tony one? about the chaplain. About the chaplain. I have the gavel. You have to oh, listen to me. Re- not the Neoplatonic BS. Okay. So basically, Tony, it's that it's defeated by the principle of non-locality by the Austrian physicist Wolfgang Pari, who revealed how the elementary particles within no. the atom are continuous no. and immediate communication between no. themselves Stop it. and their relation to the law. Stop it. Okay. In Massachusetts, on when the worship master does three gavels, three, three knocks. It's no yeah. secret. Everybody stands, even non-Masons, like when they're in the lodge room and then stands. Yes. And everybody stands. Except the chaplain. In Massachusetts, the chaplain doesn't uh, <laughs> stand at three gavels because he doesn't answer to the worship master. He answers to God. But whenever the worship master stands, he stands. Let me ask you something, Nick. Yes. In the entire history of Massachusetts Freemasonry, has God ever knocked three times? That's, that's not that's not a thing. You, where did that come from? So the chaplain never stands ever. The chaplain stands when the worshipful master stands. But he doesn't answer to the master. Why? Why would he do that? He doesn't answer at three. Stand when God stands. When does God stand? He doesn't stand for God. 
What about two gavels when all the officers stand? This is like everything else in Massachusetts. It doesn't make any sense. Oh my god. You guys are you guys remind me. He doesn't stand on the gavels, but he stands when he stands. He doesn't he doesn't answer to three gavels. He answers to I don't know, guys. Listen, it's just a thing. Okay, go call Bob Davis. Ask him. It's it's super interesting. I'm glad you told us. It's just really dumb. I thought I'd read something about, you know, like give unto Caesar what is Caesar's and all that jazz. Yeah. He stands when the master stands because he's not standing for the master. He's standing up for God at that point. What he's makes not, the chaplain like special with the big guy? Because he's the chaplain. He's the chaplain. If we will get this back in our lodge in Pennsylvania, by God, I, I will oh, lobby to be the, the chaplain. The whole here. premise of Freemasonry is the equality and level footing of man before God. The chaplain isn't like a special (laughs) one before God. I'm sorry. So that's why we give literally everybody a different title and the East, South and West of a lodge traditionally are elevated higher than the rest of the craft. Yes. Because the office, not the brother holding it. But, but the chaplain is a the, the, the chaplain is is a, a functionary of the master. Like it's a job. Well, wait, wait. Who 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 decides who's chaplain? God or the lodge? Right. Yeah, no, well, totally. If we were sitting in lodge like during election <laughs> night, God came down and he like picked somebody and he was like, That guy is chaplain. I wait. would like that guy totally would not have to stand. Well, there's your problem. You guys elect your chaplain? No. Uh, we do as now. opposed to God? Kind of change that. No, he's appointed by the worshipful master. At least in <laughs> so he's appointed by the master, but he doesn't stand up for the master. <laughs> <laughs> what? I love it. What? No, seriously though, I love it. I love the intricacies of, of each. This, so, is, this is far worse than the the oh, whole apron snafu with Ohio. You like, ever read those books of like absurd laws in every state? Uh, yeah, I don't know that I've read one about masonry that's this I love, ridiculous. I love how masonry has that too. I just sent you guys a text message for something we can't discuss online, but it's equally as confusing if you don't know anything about it. Yeah, we, what we, if we, you're we, a visiting? What if you're a visiting chaplain from another lodge? How is that even a thing, Tony? Would I have to stand up when I? Who go the hell work? goes? Hi, I'm I'm visitor chaplain Tony here to visit do well, chaplain. So when you I go to a Prince Hall, I did lodge, not know that Nick. Uh, Is if that... you're the chaplain of your lodge, that's exactly what you do. You put on your chaplain jewelry and you go. Is that the rule across the board, or is that just like some lodges do it, some lodges as don't? A, that's all of chaplain, that's all of them in Pennsylvania. It's literally it's. I'm trying to get a copy of the ritual book because I I don't believe that everyone has told me this. I can't believe it's a real thing, but basically it's completely silent for that whole part. As a chaplain. And I go to the visit the other lodge, and I go visit the other lodge. If I stand up for that master, but I don't stand up for the master in my lodge, then I'm giving the master of the visiting lodge greater influence and Ooh, respect than the master of my point. own lodge. So, so what if, what if you're a visiting chaplain? If you're a visiting chaplain, you shouldn't have to stand up anywhere you go. Nick, what say you? <laughs> <laughs> Guys, I didn't make the rules. Go talk to Bob Davis. Like, what do you want from me? I, I, I if, want if Bob I want Davis to... would come on the show. I'd be more than happy to talk to him. He's Unless already he been on the show. Follow the rules. That's and, what I want. Uh... Plus, Bob, Bob Davis <laughs> does lectures on like 
the intricacies of man in masonry and their connection to the initiation. Oh, oh, that reminds me. Somebody reached out to me. Guys, we have people that Bob listen Davis? to the show. Yes, we, we do have people, plural, who, who listen to this show, Nick. I, I love how every time Nick finds out people listen to the show, he's surprised. Every time. So someone reaches out to me. Apparently, I said something in episode something something. Of course, I have no idea. And he goes, what did you mean when you said masonry was... Uh, so I got to find it. Some word, magic or uh, transcendent. A word like that I said one time. He's like, what did you mean? I'm like, "It's deep." well, well what context did I put it in? He's like, ah, I got to find it. I was like, dude, I don't know, man. Like, we say some stuff on the show. So he's still looking, I think. Hmm. Nick, no offense, but you got to take better notes when people call you and talk to you about the show. Because right? like every, time, every time you say something, hey, man, hey, man, I just had somebody call me about the show. And he asked me, oh, man, something. let's see. It was, it was something. something. <laughs> it was, was totally something. He remember, asked me a thing. Remember, it was about that one thing. Uh, oh, yeah. Oh, man. On that one episode you, I was on. You guys, get notes. your luggage. We're traveling. Where are get we going? Notes. Uh, Japan? Carry a pen and pencil with you everywhere you go. <laughs> or a phone? Maybe a phone. <laughs> Do you have a note-keeping app on your, on your phone, Nick? Because Google Keep exists, and that's on, like, every phone. It's well, I have Google Keep on my... Uh... On my homepage of my phone, it's it's pretty handy. Like I wasn't I wasn't kidding. It's an awesome app. Mm. Yeah. Hey, look. I, it's because when someone opens up and says, "I listen to your show," immediately I'm like, oh, three, three distinct knocks, and they're like, "What is that?" No. And they're like, "Sadly, that, that's." Not I thought that was a joke on the After Lodge podcast. <laughs> <laughs> They're it's like, not, that's an actual thing. No, it's an actual. It was like one of their Canada Dry's <laughs> one commercials. Knicker Buddy bars. Yeah, <laughs> more shtick. It's actually pretty embarrassing, but I do get all excited, and then I'm like, three distinct knocks, and they're like, what? I was like, <laughs> so would you listen to? And they're like, after lodge. I'm like, oh, duh. <laughs> I love it. I love how much it bothers Nick. It just bothers me so much. That's great. Yes, it is. I need another Patreon. Another pa- what? I need another Patreon to support. Drown your tears in hundred dollar bills. Dollar dollar bills, y'all. You know, we're not doing it for the money, Nick. Since my um, since my my podcast feed is now full of like the three podcasts that I actually listen to, besides this one, and they're all talking about the Patreon thing, I. Still don't know. Come on, man. I have to go figure it out. Just do it. What if people give you we what if people actually do it though? Well, that's what I would like to think it wouldn't be an if because right now, as you can tell, if you listen to the show, the quality controls are sucks. Yes. You know what? If people give us money, we're going to have some kind of feeling that we should improve the quality of this show. That's that's not going to happen. I don't want to feel responsible for for quality, educational, somehow making your life better podcastry. 
right. So we now need... someone's paying me. So you're saying it's going to be like when when like somebody who has made 30 years of bad decisions goes and plays the lotto and they win 500 million dollars and they're like, first thing I'm going to buy is a boat. <laughs> then I'm going to buy all the boats. <laughs> Let me tell you what I'm going to do. If if somebody gives us a a ridiculous sum of money like that on the Patreon, there won't be a podcast anymore. <laughs> Because Bruce and I are gone. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I thought you'd split it evenly, but I guess. Uh, well, I mean, that would imply yes. that everyone knew about it. Between all of the original see, members of the Money show. has a way of changing people. <laughs> yeah, but I'm the only one that people ever freaking talk to. You guys don't put yourself out there. You guys you don't, don't know that. You, you guys don't. Uh, you put yourselves out there every week on the show. You've never even had a video, Bruce. Nobody, I don't even know what you look like. Wow. A picture of me. Also, wow. I've been on video. You're dressed yes. like a clown. During the fair episodes. When you I have a tiny hat on. I have no idea what size your head is because you have a tiny that's, hat on. That's his photo. <laughs> from I the, have a big head. Is that, the, is that the thing that plagues you at night, Nick? I Why don't do know. Head? Why do you have no reverence? That picture is Bruce's picture from the East. That is his master's photo. <laughs> <laughs> Like like in, in our local Masonic Villages Digest journal thing, like what whenever the hell he, is a Masonic Village? Whenever he writes, it's our like retirement community. It's so. it's we 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 can't say the actual name. The Masonic Villages. That is that is okay. We're just going with that. Anyway, they have this like newspaper they put out to all the Masons, and like whenever Bruce writes an article, like his picture is is that picture. That is like his his image in masonry. Mm. So just just so you know. And then he uh, leaves. I like how he's like mid argument and then takes off. Damn, you, you got back quick. Ago. You made a comment a while ago that said money changes people. It does, in fact. I don't think money changes people. I think money brings out your true colors. Because then you no longer have to. That's alcohol. Uh, you know, you don't. You no longer have <laughs> to persuade. Alcohol. If you had the five hundred million dollar lottery, you would say what you've always wanted to say. But right now, you don't. Ha- no. You don't no, want to say it because it'll get you in trouble. That's alcohol. Or, I don't. Tony, I mean, it's different from person to person, soul. Tony. Like I, I say what I want to say pretty much twenty four seven. While we're talking I, about I, I don't want to say that $500 million wouldn't change me, but I don't think I would speak differently. Yeah, exactly. Like, for example, my wife, if, if she won $500 million, she would A, give it all away and like save us like $1,000 in the bank. And she'd be like, wasn't that the greatest thing ever? And I'd be like, <laughs> be like, woman, I'm going to jail for murder. Now, don't <laughs> twist my words. I would not give $500 million away. No. No, but she's like that. She gives she gives everything. And you know, like good for you. She's a charitable person, Nick. That explains so much. So, one time she went to Chick-fil-A. She went to Chick-fil-A, okay? She went to Chick-fil-A. It's it's my place. And she got something and then she got me a meal. But then there's a homeless person. She gave it to the homeless person. I didn't get any Chick-fil-A. Yep, but a homeless person got to eat. So homeless person not only got to eat, but, but they got Chick Fil A. So it wasn't even. Do homeless Sunday. people not deserve Chick Fil A? Yeah, of no. course they deserve it. 
Nick is a Republican. A lot less than you do, Nick. So, damn, Bruce, what is your problem tonight? So, um, same problem as. Where I was going with Tony is he he got confused with the money thing. It 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 is in fact alcohol that bears the soul. And on the note of alcohol, uh, I needed all of you to know that I am a teetotaler now. Um, what? I drink sweet tea on the rocks. Bullshit. And uh, I have my my brothers, not not Tony and Bruce or Nick, to thank for that because y'all weren't there. Thanks, guys. Sorry, <laughs> say this again. Oh, you had what? Sweet tea. outing to to the local cigar bar where you I drink literally tea. go like once a year. You went to a have bar. drinks with my brothers. And you drank tea. No. Next time I go, <laughs> I will drink tea. This time I went, and I opened a tab and bought a drink. And then some guys bought me a drink, like Lodge Brothers, except for Tony and Bruce. And then... Again! And then my boss You choose to have up. these festivities on Friday night when you know I'll wake up before dawn on Saturday... You're all like, my birthday's my birthday. You know when it is. You could have taken off. I've Snake. already done that. I've done that for you. And you know what? There is not another person <laughs> on this earth who I have taken a day off work to celebrate their birthday with them. Uh, careful, your your lady friend maybe. We listening. don't take our own birthdays off. I've never yes. taken a day off. Well, I didn't either. Wait. I went to work on Friday. And Hold I on, this bar with with my brothers. Pause for a second. I just need some clarification. Yes. Yes. Bruce took off a day of work. Yes, thank you, Nick. To to hang out, to hang out with Harlan. No, hold to on, hang on, out on. with everyone else and to hang out with Harlan. How many other people took off from work? Who the hell are you? I've right. never taken a day off so I could celebrate somebody's birthday. It thank wasn't you. my birthday. We had birthdays a, we had happen a at night. Birthdays don't even happen during celebration. We had a lake outing, is what he's referring to. I went. I to took work. off half a day. We had a what? A lake outing, and you didn't take off work. Uh, that's not what I'm talking about, buddy. I'm talking about your buddy. Uh, I'm talking about your birthday a few years ago. Oh wait, okay. Uh huh. That's fair. that's fair. But you can blame my wife for that. Anyway, back uh -huh. to my story. Uh, then, then the boss shows up with my lodge brothers and opens a tab because he's my boss and apparently paid way too much money, and we won't get into that. But he's buying everybody drinks, especially me. Um, he, yeah, he, he also, well, I can't say that on the air anyway. Um, so the end of the night came and everybody went home. I didn't make it home. Uh, I stumbled five blocks to the worshipful master's house who lives near this cigar bar. And you kissed him. I passed out on his porch. <laughs> you passed out. Wait, on his then, porch. And then his, his, his stepson pokes his head out at like three in the morning. Time out. Was this on a chair? Yeah, it was like a like a futon, big, comfy, like porch furniture chase, I guess is what it's called. Anyway, so then his stepson pops out and says, Harlan, why are you on my porch? I'm like, why are you up at three in the morning? He's like, you have to go to the guest room. So then he like takes me down these stairs that I'm in no condition to walk. <laughs> and I get down there and then and then all of the the alcohol has to leave my system. I'll spare you the details on how that happened. And then I pass out in the guest room and then like, it's like 6am and the master, my brother is standing over me saying, Hey, why, why are you in my house? And your car is blocking me and I have to go cook breakfast. 
So I'm like, ah, crap. So I'm stumbling out all bloodshot, and then I go move my car, and then I just drive the rest of the way home, which, by the way, is like 40 minutes at 6 a.m. And I get home, and I fall on my bed, and I'm sleeping to be waking up by my adorable, loving, and extremely loud children. Um, and I had a very, very bad, bad day the rest of Saturday. And so I have sworn off alcohol um, for the rest of my life. Hmm. And uh, yeah, and also uh, it's become like a running joke at my office now too. So fortunately, there are no photos. Uh, and, and and Jeff, there better not be any photos. There's no photos, Harlan. You have left out the pertinent part of the story, and that's all the yeah. things that happened at the bars uh, Friday night. My wife is standing right off camera. We're not going to talk about that. Ah, okay, next show then. Uh, it was a bunch of guys bonding with cigars and bourbon. Of course it is. That's what happens at those places. Nothing yeah. else. Nothing part of the night like. was. We were there. Oh, and and, and after they actually Marshall closed up, touched me in a weird way. Yes, yes. This guy spent so much money on the tab that, like, as they're closing up the shop, they bring us out another round of like really nice bourbons, and like, here, uh, y'all, y'all want some more? Because you spent so much money, you just here. <laughs> I went to close out my tab, and the guy just he he looked at at he's like, "Are you with that guy?" I'm like, "Yeah," and he just hands me my card back, and he's like, "Don't even worry about it." <laughs> I have no idea how much money he spent, but it was a lot. Nice. So you could have had free drinks, Tony. Sounds like you had a good night. I did until you know after it was over. I was going to come. I was going to be late. Until I found out that the same band that we had that brought in the half a million people at the fair we did yeah. was playing right down the street from you that yeah. night, and you couldn't park anywhere for a ten mile radius. But they only, but they they only played for like the hour and a half that they normally charge a bazillion dollars to play, and then they were done, and the place emptied out. The oh, funny okay. thing is, is if you'd shown up late, I think you could within, have right up within an night. hour, the parking lot across the street was starting to empty out. Oh, wow. Yeah. Me and Marshall both moved our vehicles back. Like, we walked to where we had parked and moved our vehicles closer. I was only, like, a block and a half away. I, for one, am glad that I parked at the master's house because <laughs> uh, then I didn't have to worry about where my car was because I wasn't driving it anywhere after <laughs> the night was over. Um, But it, it, it's... So my wife keeps laughing at me when I tell her I'm a teetotaler because I'm going to Las Vegas on Monday with this same guy for a week. <laughs> so... You're going to have a great time. <laughs> I can't keep up with that guy. He's a professional. And that's why I'm going to be ordering sweet tea on the rocks. And that's why he makes the big bucks. Yeah. <laughs> I, I guess so. Uh, so that's... uh. That was that was my eventful birthday. Oh, and there was all the good stuff that happened before. Like my daughter and my wife made this cake that was like peanut butter cheesecake with like mini Reese's in it. Awesome. Covered in a shell of Reese's pieces on the top. God, that sounds fantastic. It was. I had half a slice and couldn't feel my face. I can't feel my face with mom with you. And I discovered that my daughter is more excited about my birthday than her own, I think. Like well, with that cake, quite, who could blame her? She was quite like waking me up in the morning. Daddy, 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 it's your birthday. 
And then it just went like that the rest of the day. Um, huh. So, yeah. And my wife made my favorite dish. My family takes good care of me. My brothers buy me drinks, and some of them abandon me. So Harlan's got an basically what we're what we're hearing here is Har- Harlan's got an awesome life and all he does is complain about it. <laughs> that sounds about right. Yeah. Hey Harlan, we were talking about you at Lodge yesterday. You were? Kinda. That's weird. I don't like this. There's a new master Mason. Don't stand up in your lodge. I don't want my name invoked. No, that I'm in Florida. That's in Massachusetts. There's this guy who he was raised. He was one of eleven. That was raised, first of all. At the same time? Same damn oh, yeah. time. We've done that before. We've got out at midnight. You ever left Lodge at midnight? You know who yes. likes no. Lodge at midnight? No, I can count on one hand the number Nobody. of times I've left Lodge at midnight. Nobody. Like a Lodge meeting, not even like the after Lodge experience. Anyway, we should trademark and that. Yeah, that night we only raised two. We, we already have. <laughs> Thanks for playing. <laughs> anyway, he... I don't know. Somebody told him that he should learn the entire Master Mason catechism for the next meeting. But the person who said that doesn't know how math works. So this poor guy learned the entire Master Mason Q&A, right? Involving the whole cat involving the whole uh, what? Nothing. Involving the whole uh, obligation in one week. That's, That's reasonable. He says, I long. felt like people were staring at me. He's like, <laughs> he's like, all I did was recite it 24 seven. All I did was recite it, but he got it. But anyway, him and I were having a discussion about politics and he goes, that's why I didn't vote for Hillary or Trump. And that's kind of my line. So I said, oh, I didn't vote for Hillary or Trump either. And then we did this. Hmm. So I said, who did you vote for? And he goes. Gary Johnson. And I said, oh, I voted for Bernie. And he goes, oh, I don't believe in Nazis. I was like, oh. (laughs) (laughs) Wait. (laughs) I was like, oh. See, we're a little bit far from the center, so all right, we're just going to skip this one. I mean, y'all were still both more right than anybody who would have learned from me. That's almost as funny as the Reddit commenter with the, there was some Israeli hit piece, as happens daily on Reddit, and like one of the top comments was, that Netanyahu, what a Nazi. (laughs) (laughs) And it just kept getting upvoted because I guess there's a lot of trolls on Reddit. That's hilarious. That's yeah. Well, have you ever read the conspiracy subreddit? Yes. I mean, no. I I didn't know there was such a subreddit. And it's like you post there because uh, I don't post there, nor do I read that, nor did I know that exists. Yeah, it's creepy. You know, I like have the cross post thing? between that subreddit and the Freemasonry subreddit are really Jason. I mean, wait, did I say that out loud? Did you say that out loud? Uh, have y'all heard about the new thing, the Quanon or something like that, the Q? Have y'all read about that yet? No, Tony. Tell us about it. No, it's a serious thing. It's just now hitting the mainstream. No, Tony, he's serious. He's just in a pissy mood tonight, so everything sounds oh, right. Okay. Not in a pissy mood. Why have you scream? heard this? Is have his you heard state. No, Tony, I Tony, haven't heard about it. him. Okay, it's a it's this conspiracy <laughs> that everything 
that you see and hear everything is actually a false flag event. And it started in the 4chan channels, which I don't know what that is. And then it went over to Reddit. And actually, at the last Trump rally down in Florida, there was a bunch of people holding signs about I am Q, I am QAnon, and all that. So it's, yeah, you read up, Google it, and you'll you'll find it pretty interesting. The, the 4chan, Tony, I, I think I can explain that to you. So, you know, like in, in plumbing, there's like the, the underground channels that like all the pipes and stuff run in and there's like this concrete basin in the bottom where like all this sludge and stuff just collects over time under all the pipes. Right. Uh huh. So the internet is like a series of tubes or pipes and, and the concrete basin in which all of the, the, the gunk collects is called 4chan. That's where that came from. Don't you have to have like a special pass? Isn't that like the black web or something? You have to have a special password to get the into black it web. That. Yep. That's what that is. <laughs> no. Yes. It, it, in fact, I want you to go there and I want you to say the black web. One you time. need a special browser to to get onto the black web, Tony. Okay, the, okay. the Rutabaga browser. The dark, it's the, the dark white browser. Web. It's called the dark web. Not I think I'd be dark. The white so, browser is hard to find because it's incredibly racist, so it's in hiding. <laughs> <laughs> get on the black net. That's so bad. Stay off 4chan. Don't, don't, don't do that to yourself. No, I've n- I've never been on 4chan. I never have. They were talking in the newspaper article I was reading on CNN today um, about that's where this started. at was from some anonymous posters on 4chan, and his Four name Quan. is yeah, his name is Quan or something like that. Q- no, it's um, Q Anon or something. The, like that. The, the the origin is according to the Wikipedia article, and is a person identifying as Q Clarence Patriot first appeared on the poll, which is the politics board of 4chan in October of 2017, posting messages in a thread ca- entitled Calm Before the Storm. The hmm. QAnon is um and anybody from 4chan is called Anon, even if you actually give a name. Everybody right. will just call you Anon, short for anonymous. Hmm. Um, nobody that listens to this show needs to know these things. <laughs> well, well, well oh, no, no. He moved to 8chan. Uh, Apparently, he later moved to 8chan, I citing mean, alleged security concerns. Yeah, better you can move than, to 8chan better than or, you could, chans. or you could go to vote, V-O-A-T. You can go to 2chan, but it has a bunch of weird symbols and stuff. I, I don't know. I just always go to like www dot whatever. Yes, Tony. Is that Tony's like, like talking to my grandmother. She's like, Tony, just make sure you don't go to any page that starts with HTTPS. No. You want to avoid the S. Yes. The S is for surveillance. No, I know better. S is for syphilis. <laughs> we had to pay like two hundred or three hundred dollars so that we could get the security, so that we could collect three hundred thirty dollars worth of passes online. So I yes. know better than that. Yes, which now we don't pay anything for because there's an engineer that does stuff for us, and he's fantastic. <laughs> uh, yeah, so. I think we are out of the uh, stuff that we've been ranting about all day. Uh, here's to hoping that John sends us some photos of his motorcycle. 
Yeah, I hope so. I believe he's getting a motorcycle. He's going to join the Widow Sons. I saw that coming about as readily as I saw me joining the shrine. Huh. It could happen. He's going to go view him on that Yamaha chromed out 1100. And next week, no. Next week, we are totally talking about Masonic Jesus because this guy deserves a little of our time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I feel bad for the guy. I wish him the best, like everybody. Why do you feel show? bad for him? He's because... a jackass and he deserves what he's going to get. Wow. Can we get him on the show? Yes. I don't want to no, be take back what I just said. <laughs> on Harlan, cut that out. We want to invite him on. Right. <laughs> Where's this? Where's this Masonic Jesus from? Because I was reading something on one of the Reddits or something that there's some guy named Masonic Jesus and he was acting like a homeless person and then he was outside this Chick-fil-A and some chick came up and gave him a whole Chick-fil-A meal, sandwich, drink, <laughs> everything. That day he learned the meaning of masonry. <laughs> <laughs> that day Nick went hungry. <laughs> yeah, right. Gosh. Yeah, that's not this guy, Tony. This guy is like the literal opposite of that guy. Yes. He wants us to give him money to save masonry. I hope for the best with this guy. With every guy. With everybody who wants to do anything for masonry, I hope for the best. Somehow, Nick, I feel like Freemasonry is not his primary motive. Right. Call it a hunch. The grandmaster and the architect wants me to have a $20 million plane. I need this $20 million <laughs> plane so, so that I can spread masonry. Yes. The question you have to ask is would Masonic Jesus really wear a Rolex while riding? <laughs> Basically, he's the Joel Osteen of, of Masonry. All right, guys. Oh. Let's save it for next show. You're right. Yes, we can, especially because we need John here for this. It's not going to be the same without, with, without John. He, he has a way of saying the things that need to be said in a way that I just can't come up with on the spot. No, there is someone else that we might be able to bring on who could say things like no one else has been able to say things. David Riley? Jason? David Riley. Oh. Jason. Did you say Jason Riley? <laughs> I said David Riley. He said Jason Riley? No. Well, I mean, you know, I'm sure he could have some choice things to say on this subject, too. Mm -hmm. Anyway, Harlan, uh, uh, shall we? Yeah, I suppose we shall. Um, with three knocks of my trusty gavel here, uh, everybody, except for Tony, I guess, can you know stand up. And we will bring a close to episode 205 of the After Lodge, After Lodge podcast. podcast. You can find the show notes for this or any previously published episode at www.afterlodge.com. You can find us on Facebook uh -oh. and on Twitter and on Twitter, 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 Twitter. We have we have the Twitter again. It's been recovered at After Lodge. Shoot us an email at afterlodge at gmail.com. Hang out with us on IRC at irc.snunet.org. Pound sign Freemasonry. You can find us on uh, Google Play, iTunes, Stitcher, G Potter, My Freemasonry. Uh, there's some others, and I really should write these down. Uh, anywhere podcasts are delivered from point A to point B, I'm sure we are lurking about. Leave us some feedback. Tell your friends about us. And you can also find us on the Freemasonry and After Lodge subreddits. So until next week, brothers, when we talk about uh, whatever it is we're going to talk about, maybe what Bruce said, we'll see you then. Maybe. Later. 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 Later.